This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 7 is going to be from Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. God hates six things. 1. A proud look. 2. A lying tongue. 3. Hands that shed innocent blood. 4. A heart that devises wicked plans. 5. Feet that are swift in running to evil. And 6. A false witness who speaks lies. But the seventh... 7. One who sows discord among brethren is an abomination to him. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19 reads, These six things the Lord hates, yes, seven are an abomination to him, a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. There are six things in this world that God hates, according to Proverbs chapter 6. The first one is a proud look. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 3, he said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If we are going to have the kingdom of heaven, we're going to have to be poor in spirit. Then the second thing that he talks about is a lying tongue. In John chapter 8 and verse 44 it says, You are your father the devil, and the desire of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. There is no wonder that God hates a lying tongue, because when we lie, we become like the devil, because he's the father of lies, starting all the way back in the beginning with Adam and Eve and lying to Adam and Eve and telling them that they will not surely die. And they believed it. And because of that, they were separated from God. So God hates a lying tongue. The third thing on this list is hands that shed innocent blood. In James chapter 1 and verse 27, he tells us something about pure and undefiled religion. He says, pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. You see, God cares for those who cannot take care of themselves. And so he tells us by James that pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is to take care of the orphans and the widows. He cares for them deeply. And if we are the ones that are troubling these people, then we're going to be in danger, danger of catching God's hate. And that's a very, very scary place to be. And then going on from that, the next one, number four, is a heart that devises wicked plans. Fourth on God's list of things that he hates is a heart that devises wicked plans. In James chapter 5 and verse 1 it says, Therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. When we know what is right and we choose not to do it 
and we go running to sin or evil as fast as we can, this is something that God hates because it means we're running away from him into the devil's clutches, which means we're not going to get to spend eternity with him. And so he hates feet that are swift to running to evil. And then sixth on his list of things that he hates is a false witness who speaks lies. So he talks about a lying tongue, lying about other things that don't involve each other, but lying about what someone else did or lying about someone else in order to hurt them is also on God's list. A false witness who speaks lies. Look with me to Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to read verses 16 through 21. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunken rival drunkenness, rivalries, and the like, of which I tell you before, just as I told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And we missed a verse in the previous one so we're going to go back to feet that are swift to running to evil for just a moment and notice that people that practice these things that you talked about the works of the flesh they will not inherit the kingdom of god they're quick in running to the works of the flesh but they're very slow in getting to the fruits of the spirit which is in galatians chapter 5 verses 22 through 26 and people that are like this God says, I hate them. I hate feet that are swift and running to evil. And then we get to one that is a false witness. And we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 28 for this one. In Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 25, I'm sorry. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. And this is something that we need to remember when it comes to lying about one another is that we are a body. We are members of one another. We are the body of Christ. And when we hurt another member of that body, it's like hurting your own arm. It's like cutting your own arm off to spite your body. And that is something that we need to never do. Remember Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10 where it says, Do good unto all men, but especially to those who are the household of God. And then the last one today is a combination of all of these. And this is why God says this is an abomination to him. And it is something that we need to be very, very careful that we never do because sowing discord amongst the brethren is an abomination to God and that is stronger than hate because in this one is a combination of all the rest of them when you sow discord amongst the brethren you have a proud look a lying tongue you see both those things they sow discord people don't want to be around somebody that's proud people don't want to be around somebody that's going to lie to them and people don't want to be around hands that shed innocent blood. 
pure and undefiled religion for God the Father is this, to take care of the widows and the orphans and their affliction and keep oneself unspotted from the world, even if you are not literally shedding innocent blood. God hates the one that puts a space between their brothers because they have done things that are not right. Remember what Paul said when he said, I'm pure of the blood of all men, for I did not shun to declare to you the whole counsel of God in Acts chapter 20 and verses uh, 26 through 28. When he did not teach the whole counsel of God, if he did not teach the whole counsel of God, then he was going to <clears throat> be accountable for their blood. And so hands that shed innocent blood also could refer to those who are not teaching the gospel to their brothers and sisters appropriately and teaching the whole counsel of God and allowing their brothers to stay in sin and die. Ezekiel chapter 3 verses 17 and following talk about blood being on Ezekiel's hands if he didn't warn or cry out the warning. But if he cried out the warning, then he was pure from that blood. So hands that shed innocent blood could also be talking about people that need the truth that we refuse to take it to them. And so God hates hands that shed innocent blood. And sowing discord amongst the brethren is taking these little children, these newly born babes in Christ who have just been converted and throwing them to the wolves. Because now all they see around them is this discord. And who would want, want to be a part of that? And in their weakness and in the newness of their Christianity, having just been born into it, oftentimes when discord happens amongst the brethren, as it did in Galatians, when Paul withstood Peter to his face because he was to be blamed, the young Christians, the newly converted Christians, no, how, no matter how old they are, get run off by this and hurt and God says he hates hands that shed innocent blood so causing the <clears throat> division in the church is accustomed or akin to this idea and so this is something that we should never do and then the next thing on the list is a heart that devises wicked plans Someone that is constantly looking to do evil. And yes, this is also within the, within the church. A heart that devises wicked plans. Trying to get rid of someone that you don't like within a congregation. That is a heart that devises wicked plans. Or scheming and, and working behind the scenes to stop something that's godly. That's a heart that devises wicked plans. And it sows discord amongst the brethren when it happens. And it does happen. In Luke chapter 6, we have Jesus saying, Woe unto you when all men speak well of you, for so they did the fathers of false prophets who were before you. The truth cuts. It hurts sometimes. And it can be easy to want to get vengeance on your brother for cutting you, when you especially when you're young and you don't understand. But when older Christians do this, it's even worse. And so we see that a heart that devises wicked plans is rolled up into discord amongst the brethren. Feet that are swift and running to evil 
a false witness who speaks lies. All these things cause discord amongst the brethren. And we're going to look at a few verses that show that God wants unity amongst the believers before we stop today. Look at Psalms 133 and verse 1. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. When brethren come together and they dwell in unity, it's pleasant to God because of how we're to be one with him. In John chapter 17 and verse 11, this is what Jesus says. Now I'm no longer in the world, but these are in the world. I come to you, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. When Jesus prays for unity and we cause division and strife, that is something that God absolutely hates because he wants us to be one as he and the Father are one. Jesus always spoke those things that were pleasing to the Father. He always did those things that were pleasing to the Father. John chapter 8 and verse 29. And so this is how we are to be one with him as we are to always try to do what Christ would do by looking at the scriptures and reading what he did and then imitating his life. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1, Paul said, follow after me as I follow after Christ. And so when we cause division, it's straight against, it's utter defiance of what God wants for us. In Romans chapter 12, in verses 16 through 20, the Bible says, Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And so we need to be a people that understands this, a people that understand vengeance belongs to God. Even when people hurt us, even when people cut us, vengeance does not <clears throat> is not ours to take. And that we should repay no one evil for evil. But we should be good to them. And by doing this, we are not setting our things on the our minds on the things of the earth. We are not setting our minds on high things, but we're associating with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinions, because when we are proud, our opinions come to the forefront and we live God's word behind instead of holding to it because it's what's supposed to set us apart from the world. So God wants us to be of the same mind, and Paul would plead with the Corinthian brethren to be this. Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same things, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by the house of Chloe's, that there are contentions among you. Now I say this, that each of you says, I'm a Paul, or I'm a Paulus, or I'm a Cephas, or I'm of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? You see, there was much division in the church at Corinth. And Paul said the remedy to this is to be of the same mind and to work toward this. Because he wants us to be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment, that there be no divisions among us. And people that work for division, 
God hates. Because he says it is an abomination to him because he wants us to be one. He wants us to join together and work for the same goal in our lives. God hates six things. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift and running to evil, and a false witness who speaks lies. But the seventh, seven, one who sows discord amongst the brethren is an abomination to him. And we need to be careful that we are not the seventh thing in this because it is everything that God hates rolled up into one. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.